Good evening, sports fans. Welcome back to the Townsville Avengers Baseball Podcast. My name is Rory Conjurino, joined this week by Mark Blizzard. Thank you for, for being here this evening, Mark. Not a problem at all. Uh, this week was a huge week for baseball in Townsville. So not only did we have our normal A and B grade competitions, but there was also a youth tournament played uh, Saturday and Sunday. So I didn't get a chance to, to deal too much with that. So do you mind running me through how it all shook out? Uh, yeah, so a couple of weeks back, we took a we took two teams up to Cairns to play them on their home ground. We took an under sixteens and an under thirteens Townsville side. I was um, I was lucky enough to coach the under sixteens, and you know, to start- victory. No, ah. no, no. <laughs> um, it was not a victory. The Cairns, the quality up in Cairns is um is the next level. They're they're just freaks, um, but. You know, it was a good experience for the kids um, and a good um, good way for us to see the development of Townsville Juniors and where, and where we can do better yep. and how we can improve. So then this weekend they came down to us and... So there was, what, a, a two-week gap in between the two events? Three weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Three weeks in between the two events. Um, so, yeah, they came down and, uh, yeah, unfortunately it was the same story on our home ground. They... Um, under 16s wise, they absolutely trounced us, um, and then the under 13s as well. They the Cairns team got up, but again, it's good exposure for the kids. Good to get them a pathway and show them that there's there's places to go and things to do in Townsville baseball. Dare I say, and the real winner is baseball. Oh, of course, uh. yeah, baseball wins. <laughs> and it's not, it's always nice to go on a little holiday up to Cairns and you know have some fun. Yeah, and on um, the Sunday morning when I was there, it looked like it was all mixed squads, like. Uh, I, I honestly couldn't tell who was who because all the jerseys were, were mixed up. Is that sort of what happened? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So the under-13s, they played a third game on the Sunday morning, the Townsville versus Cairns um, mm-hmm. in the Little League, and then the 16s didn't have a scheduled game. Okay. So they um, they mixed in with the B grade. Um, the girls who travelled down and who played for Townsville mixed in with the Diamonds, and the boys mixed in with the Steelers. So, yeah, it was... Um, Good exposure, especially for the young kids that don't yet play up in the senior comp to see how the game operates at a higher level. And and I think travel ball is just fun anyway. Like exactly. like you said, a little holiday, but you're there for a reason as well. So, exactly. Uh, it's just fun. It's just fun to get out and do something different. And I don't know about you, but when I've been away for things like that, it's very like work hard, play hard type of ad- attitude as well. Yeah, I mean... Uh, so once, when, you, once you're done playing... Yeah, when, when it's juniors, it's a little different. I yeah. definitely know with the, when the senior team travels, it's play fewer, hard. Fewer beers involved. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, for the players, the coaches still had a couple, but okay. that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, so, unfortunate that Townsville didn't, didn't stack up quite as well as they might have liked against Cairns, but mm. as long as everyone had fun, that's, that's the main thing. Uh, why don't we, and uh, we're jumping off that. So the Cairns under 16s mixed in with Steelers and Diamonds. So mm-hmm. and that was the first B grade game played. Mm-hmm. Another W for Steelers. They continue to roll. Mm. Uh, yeah, and, and I think they're not they're not invincible. Like they lost to Mav or they tied with Mavs the other week. They've been beaten by uh, Taipans B. I think they lost to Mavs early in the season as well. Uh, but they're they're looking very sharp at this sort of midpoint in the season. Yeah, I mean, that that young youth team is always going to be, you know, fast and, you know, quick on the bases. And if they get on base, they're pretty much going to score. It's got to... 
but yeah. drag them down to our level and beat them with experience. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the the downside to being young is that you're inexperienced, and if you can get that team to play at your speed and play your game, then you yeah. can you can beat them. But unfortunately, did you watch that game or no? I, I no, didn't get to. I didn't, I didn't get, get to see it, it unfortunately. But as I say, another W for Steelers, so they continue to roll. Uh, moving over to the two type ends be great game. So you actually uh, stepped up and filled a spot for Razors in the morning. I did, uh, yeah. And I saw you playing over right field, which didn't look right to me. No. And someone said you were batting wrong-handed as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that is the rules. When, um, when an A-grade player does have to play down, they mm. bat nine, bat switch, and they have to play right field. So they you know, can't really have an impact too much on the game. They're just there to fill a hole, and that's fine. It was not a bit a, of not fun. enough lefties around to, to put you to work. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, I've never batted right-handed in my life, so <laughs> uh, it was it was definitely an experience. Um, well, the the offense for Razors was working though. So does that mean you weren't involved with the, the twenty twenty something run score? I didn't have a thing to do with it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we we went through the lineup. I batted nine. I grounded out three times, and it was fine. You okay. know, it was just yeah, a bit of fun. Yeah. Uh, and Mick pitched the first inning. Uh, yeah, he told me he had one strikeout that he was really pleased with. Yep, but that was the only thing he mentioned from the inning. He was up there. Yeah, look, he's never pitched before, right. so read into oh, believe, it. Believe me. Yeah, I. Yeah, I mean, for, uh, for anyone that's got hot, that, hot kettle, you know. Yeah, right. for anyone that's gotten up on the mound for their first go, um, you know, you're obviously not expecting miracles, and even I, yourself I think, when you've done it in preseason, uh, exactly, is a bit wobbly. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, you know. Just, just to have the, just to have the gonads to get up there and and do it is um is commendable in itself. And you know he he enjoyed the experience. He told me, and you know it, uh, hopefully he'll get a chance to do it again if that's what he wants. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's always room for improvement, especially on your first go. And then uh, and then Bonnie pitched for three innings to finish off the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as far as I can tell, Razor Sticks just did the talking and that was kind of all there was to it. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, when you're playing a team like the Diamonds, I mean, you, you're not going to, you're not, you're going to rest your, your, um, your strongest pitchers. You're yeah. going to give them a week off and, and, you know, Bonnie got up there and, and did the job and the Diamonds got a couple over, um, but yeah, the Razors just out, outscored them. Yeah. The only thing someone, I think Kathy mentioned at training this afternoon that towards the end of the game, the field started to not fall apart, but play with a little bit less discipline. Uh, was that what you noticed oh, while yeah. you were up there? Absolutely. And, you know, I think... And granted, when you've got a big cushion, it's probably easy to, to maybe yeah, yeah. Complac- lose, lose focus a little Complacency bit. is always going to creep in. Um, and, you know, it just comes down to the mentality of the, even though, you know, you might be playing a team that, yes, you've got a big cushion against, having that discipline to keep the plays going and keep the ball doing what it needs to do is just good practice um, for when you're facing teams that you might, you know, struggle against. So um, all, all credit to the Razors for getting the win. But, I mean, I definitely could have, I noticed that, you know, they could have played the whole game. Uh, so moving over to Diamond 1, we had Type B versus Mavericks. Mm-hmm. Uh, another W for, for the Avengers Club. Mm-hmm. We ended up winning 14-7. to seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, Craig pitched through most of the game. I think he did the first three innings. And 
uh, between just filling up the zone but changing speeds, the Mavericks were having a lot of trouble uh, mm. picking it up. So there was a lot of ground balls and a lot of softly hit balls that were mm. fielded nicely. Uh, and obviously, 14 runs in five innings meant, means that the offense was firing as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then most of the most of the runs that Mavs did score were in the fourth. Riggs came in to relieve, uh, and the field behind him didn't kind of do the job. So uh, that plus a walk here and a hit there, and they scored several runs in that inning. And Craig actually took the mound again after having moved over to second base. And Did he, he really? Yeah, and he closed <laughs> out the game. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Craig is an old veteran of baseball and, you know, he just has the knowledge and the ability to light batters up even though he might not no longer have the arm power. It was shades of Matt White. It was a different style of not pitching hard, but mm. he wasn't throwing gas, but still generating outs. Mm, exactly. And I mean, Matt White does it very well also. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's that off speed and then, you know, he'll sneak that one flat quick ball in and he'll sit you. And, you know, it's experience. It's definitely experience coming through of a pitcher to to toy with a batter and make him swing and get and get him out. Yeah, uh, and not much else to mention from that game. Rob uh, did a good job at shortstop. He had several putouts. Uh, I felt good with the stick. I went two for three with a walk, so uh, nothing flashy, just singles. But I was happy to get on base. And yeah, it was a it was a good game. It's always would, good. Would do it again. And yeah. I, I like playing against the Mavericks. Like I, I get along quite well with them. Hmm. Uh, and I mean, they're a pretty. Similar um, in terms of ability, like you know, on a on a day like that, yeah, like the score might the score doesn't a score like that doesn't reflect how close those you, your two teams are in in ability. Yeah, I I think um, Taipans B and Mavericks are the most similar teams in the comp. Uh, mm-hmm. Even even Taipans and Razors, I think, are more uh, dissimilar than yeah. Taipans and Maps. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we move into the afternoon for the A-grade games. The one we didn't get a chance to see was Mustangs-Pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, another victory for Pirates. I think it was 12-3 to 3 or something to that effect. From memory, yeah. Or maybe it was, it was 13 because it was a mercy. It was a bit of a blowout. Yeah. Uh, although what the Mustangs said after the game was they were able to hold the Pirates in check for a couple innings early. Yeah, uh, but then it just ran away from similar to the tight end yeah. game last week. It's the same story, you know. The top, the Pirates, you know, they they start slow and then they just start steamrolling. And I think they it, just put runs up. I think it might be like the pressure they put on the pitcher, like even when they're getting outs, they're loud outs, like the ball's getting hit into gloves yeah. with, with some violence and stuff. So uh, you've got to work to get the Pirates out. That's right, and, and they and they are red hot in the field. They continue to roll. They they mm. continue to be a good team. So I'm sure we'll talk more about them uh, later. A shame Mustangs are struggling a little bit, but they still are missing guys. They still don't yeah. have Ricky back and a few others. So uh, hopefully they can get their full strength and get out there and. and play some baseball well yeah they, they haven't got long left the season is getting to the pointy end so hopefully they can get yeah, their personnel think, on deck I'll have to check I think there's only 8 weeks left September uh, 11 finals season. auspicious uh, and then you played against Jethawks yep. with their rest of the Type NZ squad yep. so I did a um, 
pretty meaty post-game interview with Mickey J after the game, so we'll throw to that now. Uh, Rory Contarino for Michael Jameson. We're here after the end of the A-grade game, Sunday the 17th of July. Uh, Taipan's got a good W there over the Jethawks. And uh, one thing that really impressed me today was the power stroke for Taipans. Everyone was, was hitting for extra bases. How did you think everyone went today? Yeah, that was definitely a good team performance. Um, that first dig, we we really had to settle ourselves. We had, I think, we had two outs for two pitches. Um, mm. uh, I think we, <laughs> we really got we really got uh, we we come into the game definitely not switched on, but after that first dig, we, yeah, we yeah, yeah had to we went out in the fielding dig, and I, I personally said to the guys, come on, let's actually put a bit of energy into what we're doing. Otherwise, yeah. this is we're just going to drag our asses all game. Yeah, um, and they did. Everyone did. What boss, boss pitch great. It's easy to come back and get runs when she's tying them down. Um, so yeah, no, it made it easy with her being on point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we definitely our bats definitely come alive. Um, Jethawks were coming off a game where they played Mustangs really tight, and then unfortunately didn't get the W there, but it went down to the wire. Yep. And for the first couple innings, it looked like they were bringing the same energy today. Yep. Uh, and I really thought like they had Matt White up there for the first couple. I thought it was a really good proactive pitcher change for them because mm-hmm. just as Taipan started to time up, Matt, yep. it's like, okay, that's enough, let's swap. Yep. But then it kind of felt like the wheels fell off for the Jethawks defense. Yeah, they um, Matt, pitch, Matt, Matt started well. You get that mentality when Matt's facing, like your eyes light up, your yeah. tongue comes out, here we go, we're going to light it up. You drop your swing into his, trying to meet his plane, which that just brings in a world of hurt. Yeah. Um, he pulled out at the right time, which is great. Like That's um, something that they really work on. You know, they don't like letting... Opposition were, to see him he, he'd three seen, times. He'd gone through the yep. lineup twice. Yep. Um, Miller come out and Miller did a job. I don't think Miller pitched bad. Um, he's just got a sore wing. Um, so I think longevity for him is just not in his pocket at the moment. You know, he come yeah. out, he might be good for a short berth if, if he's got someone to back him up. I think that second to last inning, mm. though, he walked four or something. Yep. It's yep. like, do we, do you need to have another pitcher change or at least call for a mound visit? You know, let's yeah. go and talk to our guy. Oh yeah, no. With the way his arm is at the moment, I know midweek he went for um, MRI scans on his shoulder, so it's mm, not a good place. Okay. Um, but he's obviously who they've got to do a job. You know, with Gianni being out at the moment, yeah. um, I'm not really sure who else they've got. I think Young Dan usually pitches for him, yeah. but I don't know where Ob- he's at the moment. Obviously not here today. That's yeah. right. Um, well, he might have been involved with the youth games. Could have, oh, yeah, 100% could have been. I don't know if he's young enough for that stuff. Anyway. Yeah, but either way, um, yeah, they need someone to compliment him because, he, once again, you know, like they might not have rotation that can go deep into games, mm. but if they've got enough players that can pitch, they might be able to keep their stint short, keep it changing, and just keep people guessing a little bit, you know, seeing different angles, different different speeds, that kind yeah. of stuff. Keep them guessing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and that's one thing Taipans really do have the strength, although today Boss went five innings, Pretty, pretty much without being challenged. There were some runners. Well, actually, in the early innings, there were lots of runners on yep. for Jethawks. Yep. Just couldn't get them around, unfortunately. Yeah, that's right. And that was that that, that was where that first dig leaked into that that first fielding dig too. Um, out the bottom of that first dig, we just the spark wasn't there. Like we we're going through, we we're picking balls up, and the, the throws weren't on. The fielding wasn't quite mm. right. That was myself included. Um, it was just off, and that was when we. Well, based on the play towards the end of the game and the conversation in the dugout after the game, mm-hmm. it feels like from maybe the third inning of this game, Taipans A are now going, all right, we're in the run-up to the playoffs. Yeah, yep. uh, The speed has changed, they've found a new gear, and now it's 
playing for Sheep Station, yeah. so that yeah, was good to see. We're getting we're getting cranky and we're getting quiet about it too. Like we're 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 going for it. We know this is the push now. We yeah. want to make we want to make statements. We don't have to go out and blow people away or or even win close games. We want to put that statement out like we're still here. We're still yeah. a thorn in your side. We're we're going to do this. Yeah, I, and uh, I think moving forward, the next step you'll have Mustangs next week. Mm -hmm. Let's get another W there, and then yep. we've got the real challenge Pirates. So yep. let them know you're still around, basically. Yep, definitely. Yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, well, you got this game. You got this game here against the Jethawks. Um, unfortunately for them, but for us, we use this as a let's work. Dare I say a tune-up game? Is yeah, that, yeah, is actually, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is yeah, that being disrespectful? No it's, no, it's not because that's the way we have to take it too. Like we, we have to sit there and go, okay, this is a game where we can focus less on one thing, but we come, we hone in on our personal things. If we feel like we're dropping our shoulder, yeah. this is the game where you work on getting your shoulder up and you, you, you come through better with this swing. You might still only bat, you know, three, 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 but you work on those things. So when yeah. you come into the Mustangs and then the Pirates, those things you've been working on now for two weeks come into play for that third week. And I will just put, I will just say like. Jed Hawks had a lot of guys playing out of position. Mm -hmm. Like Max has moved over to short, yep. and Miller was at third. Well, I guess that's kind of his primary role, but anyway. Uh, and then they had, I think, four Mavericks playing up. So Ben, Leo, one, uh, and I feel like one more somewhere in the outfield. So maybe not a full strength Hawks squad either. No, no, they, it probably wasn't. Um, but that's the thing too. Like they're. This is a year that they're, they're struggling a little bit. You know, they, they started off strong with a lot of numbers and then it's just dwelled out with people having to do work commitments yeah. and things and like it feel, that. And it feels like Mustangs are in a similar boat. Like, they're using a lot of call-ups from B-grade as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And in all fairness, Taipans had Scott Lewis up there. Yeah. That's kind of taking maybe the best hitter in B-grade and bringing him up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a slightly smoother transition. But he's a, yeah, and him and Riggs are the same. They're, they're B-plus, you know, they know that they're... They know that they're um, they're, they're going to be in our lineup every time that we need someone because yeah. they we know that they're a cut above where they the, are. And but you know, the tenth and eleventh. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They yeah. know their position is, is valued and we need it on the team. So yeah. yeah, they're happy to do it. And we're more than happy to take them. All right, let's go get a drink. Eh? Awesome. Let's do it. Thanks, Mickey. See ya. What's going on? And with Mickey having covered off on all that. Was there anything you wanted to add with regards to that game? Uh, not particularly. Um, had a couple of good hits. Um, found the boundary twice, um, which you know is is always a positive thing. Got on base a bit. <laughs> bit of bonehead base running in the first, but you know we won't we won't talk about that. Um, but I didn't notice, mate. Yeah, well, <laughs> falling off a third base and getting tagged out isn't what you want. So. Um, but no, I mean, it's always good just to go go and get a hit out um, every week. And, you know, credit to the Jethawks. They um, didn't get any over the line, but they, they you know, fought on to the end they of the They had game. a lot left on base, uh, if I felt, especially in the first couple of innings. Yeah, they just couldn't close. And we were slow to start. Yeah. So, I mean, it was the first three digs was anyone's game. And I think Boss, like we were talking about uh, pitcher stats with Dion at the start of training this afternoon. I think she dials it up once there's runners on base. Like, yeah. just refuses to let them cross home plate. No, sort she of can't thing. do it. She's a she's a she's a um, she's a competitor to the bone, and you know she'll yeah ex exactly how you said it. She's casual when there's no one on base, but as soon as there's someone creeping on third, you know you've you've got to really work hard to get on yeah. onto first. So just in case uh, Mickey and I didn't mention it, Boss went five innings without a run scoring. So very impressive performance on the bump. Had good backup from the defense, obviously. Yep, and Servio relieved Servio and didn't it. let one over. 
And you, you mentioned that you were able to find the boundary in a couple of hits. I think in the past couple of weeks, like at least at least since coming back from the break, but maybe before that as well, it looks like you're finding your feet more and more as, as the season progresses and starting to really get it together at the plate. Is that how you're feeling or same, same all the way through? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, you know, when the season starts, you got a, you got some cobwebs that you got to work out and, you know, and then, you know, mid-season it's, you're starting to get a little bit tired. So, yeah, it was good to have a break and come back and and um, and be firing. Um, you know, I'm I'm hitting well at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was like two singles against Pirates and then two doubles against Jethawks this week, something to that effect. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. So, yeah, I think... very I think, productive. Yeah, I think, yeah it, yeah, it was. And especially considering that Pirates game, we weren't even close to batting through the lineup. They were shutting us out pretty pretty well. So I think I got two singles and a walk in, in that one. And, yeah, the Jets, two doubles and a single and a walk maybe. Um, yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's it's very impressive, man. And if you, if you keep that up, and, like, you tend to bat in, like, the five, six hole, like, in the middle of the order. So you're, yeah, yeah. you're bringing runs in as well, not just getting on. So that's, yeah. that's really important. The mentality of the batting lineup with the type A grade is having that core middle. And you know when you when you've got players like Rosa and Jared and and uh, Mickey J in there, it's always a bit of a jostle, and it can change week oh, to week. Who never mind Servio, who doesn't well, doesn't go a game without having an extra base hit. And like, well, exactly. I mean, he um he, he might ba- be the most consistent that. batter on the team, actually. Absolutely, and that's why he bats in the three. Yeah. Um, and then Rosa in the four batting cleanup because mm-hmm. he's the same thing. He just hits bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it is hard to keep him contained. So that that the five, six, seven, that changes um, week to week. So, you know, de- depending on your performance the week before, but Dion does a really good job of keeping that lineup dynamic. Um, and, you know, you can never you can never rest easy knowing that you're the six-hole batter. You just never know where you're going to bat week to week. So you've got to be ready for anything. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, so looking forward to another week of baseball. Uh, I only I haven't looked ahead at the schedule, but uh, you'll be playing Mustangs for sure. Yep. Yeah, the only thing to mention with regards to Razorbacks is they don't have Bonnie for the next couple of weeks. Hmm. So that means they'll be missing his glove at first base. His bat's been really good. He's been batting in the nine hole, but still uh, lighting it up. So he actually he went three for four this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it means they're down a manager, which is pretty important, especially for a team that has some less experienced players on it. Granted, there's the Scotties and the Cathies of the world who I'm sure can step up and help, uh, but they'll be missing their big toe. So it, I'm not sure what the plan is there. Maybe maybe um, a Riggs type or a boss will shuffle over and keep an eye on them. Yeah, I just think that as a club, we'll come together figure and, and figure out exactly what needs to happen mm. there um he's a level head in the dugout um he you know leads the team well so it's a big loss big loss for the Razors to have that person there but as a club you know stuff happens and you just got to react and adapt so i'm sure we'll be fine yeah and the the thing that we are lucky to have is three squads um although this past week we were running skeleton teams across the border we've pretty much ran nine out for every game so absolutely yeah it, you know and it's the same thing when you know it starts getting to the end of the season people have have things to do yep. and you know as much as we all love baseball 
life gets in the way. Yeah, real which life. Which is unfortunate. Exists. We don't get paid for it. So <laughs> if you got paid for it, there'd be no excuse. But, you know, we all come down for fun. But sometimes it just, you know, can't help it. All right. Anything else you wanted to add before we sign off? No, not at all. Um, I just, yeah, thanks for letting me come on. It's always a pleasure, mate. Well, for those of you out there listening, thank you for joining us once again. Looking forward to hearing from you all next week. One club, one family. Just be better, yeah? Just be better, yeah.